Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number five. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode, we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. This week, our games are Trivial Pursuit and um, Battleships Card Game. That's it. A couple I'll of games. I'll hand it over to you for the moment. Um, now, just firstly, I wanted to say last episode, our volume was a bit up and down, so we've tried to work on that. This week, we're trying with two microphones. Which will help if we end up getting someone else in, which is our plans for a couple of episodes. Yep. Some people that want to come in and talk about a couple of games that they enjoy. Uh, so anyway, we'll see how it goes. Now... I'm going to read out our emails. So we've got some. We've got some email. But not enough. Oh, so we're not up to ten yet. So, all right. Go, go so, our first email is from Nicole. Just writing in to say I really enjoy your podcast. And here are my boggle words, which we're not going to read out. Good. I enjoyed episode four, including the Carcassonne chat. I think it would be good if you continued talking about mainstream games, but occasionally including a different type of game. Looking forward to hearing how to finish making the dice tower. It's really hard to choose, but my top three games would be Catan, Raiders of the North Sea, and Scrabble. Keep up the good work. Okay. So that sounds good. So that was a good one, but again, yep. uh, Raiders of the North Sea is a game we enjoy playing yeah. with a couple of those expansions. With the Yarls. With the two expansions. Yep. Okay. And so our second email is from Lana. She wrote in with a three... Favourite games, they are Pictionary, Bingo, and Scrategons. Scategories. Scategories. Bingo. <laughs> That's I got an interesting bingo. game. Not one I've played for a while, but it is a I've fun got game. I've Bingo as well. You have. Okay. Uh, next Our email. next email is from Hamish. He wrote in with his three top, uh, his three favourite games. They are Spyfall. Pie Face and Top Trumps. So, Spyfall we have. Yeah, we've That's got that one. a fun game. It takes a bit of learning, but once you know how to play it, it's great. Haven't we played um, game. Pie Face? Pie Face we've played. We don't own it, but we've yeah. played it at a friend's house. We've got the water, water head. Yeah, we haven't even played Wet that. Wet head, I mean. And Top Trump. We that might be. Uh, we might get him to come in and have a chat. This Hamish is a cousin. About, I think I've... Seen that game before, but I haven't played it. No, okay. It's available at Big W and a lot of those mm. sort of shops here in Australia. So, our last email is from Michelle. Hi, Patrick and Robert. Just listening to your podcast about Boggle. We have the game, but I can't say we've played it. Here are the words I got in in three minutes. Well, we're not going to read them you out read either because we don't read our words out yet. And there were a lot of names in that one. So, yeah. um... We try to not use the name ones as much and come up with words. Okay, so thank you very much for writing in to us. We really appreciate it. A big and thanks for everyone that. So everyone that's written into into our podcast so far, I would like to give a big thanks to all of you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really important that uh, we do get some people writing because we enjoy mm. hearing what they have to say and what yeah. games they like. Given us a couple of ideas there. And also, um, we've got our giveaway still waiting. Oh, yeah. Not quite there. Halfway. Halfway, yeah. Halfway, so uh, another five emails and we'll be randomly drawing the name. Out of the hat.
the next game, this game that we're about to talk about is Trivial Pursuit. It's a game for two to six players. Teams are okay. It takes about two hours. You can change it a little bit. And I know a lot of games that that let you have teams in them, like a few games I've actually done teams in it. Yeah. And also, you don't have to go for two hours because you could yeah. just say, once you get three pieces of the pie, we'll, we'll go wait. to the middle. We'll, or we'll wait till tomorrow and do it to Continue it on the next night, that's yeah. right. Uh, so, a little bit of history here, just reading from Wikipedia. So, Trivial Pursuit is a board game from Canada that was created in 1979 by Chris and Scott. So, Chris Haney and Scott Abbott. So, after finding pieces of their Scrabble game missing, they decided to create their own game. With the help of a couple of other people, they completed the game and then released it in 1981. Funnily enough, we were watching TV the other night after I'd copied this down, and what was one of the questions? Exactly that. Who invented it? Oh, yeah, it was. No, what was the game that was invented? Yeah, what was the game that was invented? That one was okay for you to do. In North America, the game's popularity peaked in 1984 when they sold 20 million games in one year. In 1988, the Parker Brothers bought the the rights and Hasbro bought the full rights for 80 million US dollars. As part of... Oh, as of 2004, nearly 88 million games had been sold... Uh, and in 93, it was named in Games Magazine's Games Hall of Fame. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's a very popular game. The questions can still be relevant, but the good thing is it, there's there's lots of different vari- variants of the game. So Yeah, we've got the South Australia one. We've got one. a South Australia one because that's oh, where we live. And also, um, here's a way that... Of identifying your games made by Parker Brothers, it will say on one side of the box. Yeah, that's right. And then you can learn a few of the companies are all owned by one parent company now. Mm. Um, so we, we also have the original Trivial Pursuit. We probably don't get them out a lot, but now that you kids are getting a bit older, we're able to get the questions. We modify them a little bit to an answer that you'll be able to answer. I was going hopefully. pretty well with the sport ones, though. You were? Because it was mostly cricket when they were right out. Yeah, they were, but you didn't get them all right. But yeah. uh, you were having fun anyway. Probably if I Googled uh, kids' questions for Trivial Pursuit, I could probably find some. Yeah. They might come up on, on there, I'm not sure. Uh, so it's a it's a it's been around for a long time. It really was the trivia game that started it all. They they say, um, as it was the first one, the first big one. Uh, Patch, do you wanna? We're just going to board game geek here, and do you wanna read a quick description of the game? Each player has a circular playing piece with six pie shaped holes. The goal of the game is to collect a pie in each colour. The colours correspond to different question categories. The board cons- consists of a circular track with spaces in seven different colours. Six of the colours correspond to question categories, while the last one gives a new dice roll. Six spaces along the tr- track are pie spaces. And th- from these are the spokes of the track leading to the middle of the board. 
Players roll a dice and move along the track in any direction they like. When a player stops on a car and get the the question of that category of, of that appropriate category, if the player answers a question correctly while on a pie space, they get a pile of that colour. Assuming they don't already have it, a correct answer on another square allows a player to roll again. Once the player has a piece of pie in each colour, she can move along the sp- spokes to the middle of the bo- board to win the game. Yes, winner! Winner, winner, chicken. I was doing really well the other night with the uh, South Australian question. Well, you kept re rolling once you got the question right in the pie, and it said you get the pie. It doesn't say you re roll. Yeah, so sort of a trick of the game if you try and keep jiggling on the roll again ones. That's what I was trying to do. So that you can get to your was, your pie question. You really want to only answer pie, the pie questions because they're going to be the ones that get you the game. But also another way you can play the game just to speed it up, a speed version, is you just say any time any square is a pie one. You don't have to land on the uh, edge of the spoke. You could just say any time you land on a on a square with a question, bang, answer a um, question, get your piece of pie. Once you've got your six pieces of pie, you're done. Uh, so it has a pretty low rating on BGG. It's it's only rating at about a five, five point two, and I think that's just due to the age of the game. But that isn't that isn't the edition. That isn't the South Australian edition, though. No, but in the generic version of yeah. Trivial Pursuit, it it is a fun game, a fun family game. Yeah, it can be really hard. So you could get right into the trivia side of things, or you can just take it pretty casually. Anything else to say? Enough. Now we're going to talk about Battleship's card game. It's by Shuffle in the containers. The containers. The container are games like. Plastic, uh, like Monopoly deals. And a whole heap about. of them, yep. So the aim of the game play peg cards and power cards. To find opponents, hit and sink your opponent's fleet of five ship cards. To win, sink your opponent's fleet before they sink yours. And uh, so, just this is a variation of Battleship, which was a game but that was originally was... a pen and paper game and then turned into a board game in the 60s. And then they brought out this card Shuffle edition. card game. It's a quick game, only takes 15 minutes, takes two players, and it's a fun, transportable game. Uh, and it basically plays like the real game, yeah, except this one's using cards. Does. If you've ever played the real game, it's pretty much like that, but um, it's cards, but you don't say miss or hit. No, the cards do that for you. Yeah, the cards do it for you. What you do have is... So this but has a has a deck of sixty uh, destruction cards and twenty four. Also, your cards. ships give you special bonuses. Yep. Uh, so basically, you lay your cards out on the table in front of you, each player in a three, three by four, three by four so, grid, and that's basically your ships. And then that, the other person—that's your grid that you get on your board. The, yeah. And I think there's about um 
five, uh, seven misses and five ships. Okay, and then you just go through the the deck of destruction. Well, not all of it's destruction. Some of it helps you. Yep. So some so are miss. You draw. You draw five cards out of your deck. So your deck has this uh, a picture of a warship on it, but um, your cards that go as your grid, they have a picture of, they say battleship on them with a dark black ship on them. And also they um, have the same color as what you are on them. Yeah, so basically it might say, this one is gonna take five bullets to sink. Can you keep putting those those pegs bullets or the pegs, pegs missiles, whatever you wanna call them on top until you get to those five and then that ship's gone. There are little um, advantage cards where one might be uh, on your just ships. looking through the card. You can get a shield, so you shield yeah, for yeah, two, shield, so they've got you, to blow your you shield, shield your away first. Ships. So um, one, this is a good thing about the ships. They give you bonuses. I want to tell you, like, one of the bonuses might be a plus one peg, or one might be this no, no, um, no search peg launch. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of little different actions there. Um, or a plus two cards if you decide to use that on your You can go. play two cards, you can repair a ship, you can draw three cards instead, which gives you cards in your hand to then play. Because there are white pegs, red pegs, and it depends on what ship you're trying to blow up. Because one of the pegs needs the white ones, which you use to search out for ships. That one needs them to be um, destroyed. It's a, It's a simple game. Fun, because it just fits into the little box that it comes in a hard case. You can take it out with you wherever you're going, and it plays in 15 minutes. doesn't take, you know, any bigger table than a lot of a lot of standard games. And it's, it's a, an easy one for the kids to learn and enjoy. I enjoy playing it. Me too. I wouldn't want to play it all day long, but I don't mind playing a couple of games. I wouldn't mind playing all different shuffle games for eight, for about an hour because if you played all, um, most, some of the shuffle games that, say, we played our shuffle games, it would take us about an hour to go through all of them, maybe. Yeah, because we have Connect Four, Guess Who, Battleships, well, Trivial that, Pursuit yeah. card game. We probably should have read that one out today. Monopoly Deal. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's uh, other ones you guys have got. Oh, a little pet ones. one. Yeah, matching pet one. Okay, we just pause for a sec, and now we've got our Trivial Pursuit shuffle, shuffle card game here. Uh, very quickly, it's got... How many cards are in this deck? 55 question cards. All right, and then it's got a whole heap of uh, pie cards, mm. which each person has. You basically then play a card, you, you can choose, okay, I want to have an orange one. Then the other person will turn around, read you out your question. Now, there is a buzz card that if someone thinks they know the answer to your question before you, they... They can steal it by pressing the buzz. Yep. So it's like, what is the heaviest living organism on Earth? That was my green question. And... Sequoia tree. Huh? I don't know if that's how you say it. Let me what three locations what three locations is CSI set in? That's a TV show and 
and the answers are, give you a few seconds to think, Las Vegas, Miami, and New York. So there you go. So simple game. That says it takes 20 minutes for two plus. They're saying 16 years of age and over. The aim of the game is to be the first player to collect six wedge cards, one of each colour. Just like the the normal one, but in card game. But I can tell you that the normal game doesn't take twenty minutes to play. It takes to it take off that zero and add a H. That's how long it takes. So for me, hours. this is probably the the game I would prefer to play out of the the editions of it, just because it's quick and easy. Take it away with you. Oh, let's do some trivia. If you're going to be playing one of them, uh, the. But advantage is, is if you get like the Star Trek or the South Australia one, it'll be on a topic that you know the answers mm. to rather than just a very generic one. Oh, we didn't talk the about the categories. Is, People might... Sometimes if you just want to um, read questions out and have a go at them, you can have the game with you. Yeah, exactly. But you don't have to play it necessarily. You're just learning some like, trivia. Because then when you go to play it, you um, are better at it so you know the answers. Do you want to just read the uh, six categories that are in so the six categories are so the purple ones art and leisure the pink ones entertainment the blue ones geography geography the yellow ones history the green ones science and nature the orange one is sports and leisure it's different to the normal one it's different to the actual one because orange is um anything wild wild and there is no science in the other one Nope. Okay. Anything else to talk about? No. Okay, so we are going to have a little chat about the Spilder Yars. But first, I just thought I'd say that this week on Kickstarter, I've backed a game that is called Run, Fight, Die. Reloaded, which is basically a game, uh, a Yahtzee type game where you get these dice and you're what rolling Yahtzee? these dice, you're re-rolling the dice. Cool. Uh, the only difference is that there are zombies and there's all these zombies chasing down the board trying to get you and you have a whole heap of people playing, can play by yourself, you can play in a group. It is going to be really good. It was a game that was made a few years ago. They've now gone to Kickstarter, remade it, changed the rules a little bit to make it a bit better. I'm really looking forward to this game. Now, I don't get it till next year. I think you can the, the Kickstarter might have finished, but you, you can still lay pledge on it. If a game like Yahtzee, but a way better game, sounds fun with zombies. How about everyone just fights, not dies? Yeah, or you can run. Well, what about... Run, run at them and then charge into them with a spear or something like that. Yeah, well, they have all different abilities, so you should check it out as well. Mm. So I'll put that in the, the link in the show notes. Now, so just Spill the Yars. So Spill the Yars is a, an award that's been going since 1978. It's basically the award for German Game of the Year. And over the time, there have been a lot of games, so I just thought I'd go through and read a few of these. I don't know if you want to help with this patch. So if we go, there's the dates. You need to... 
1980, Rummy Cube. Rummy Cup. Rummy Cup. You should know that. Yeah, Rummy Cup. <laughs> Haven't I played that? You, yes, with uh, I've got Rummy O'Dea. Oh, it's, it's the same. In 1983, it was Scotland Yard, which is was a big game when we were growing up. In 1995, The Settlers of the Catan. So we, we know that Catan, game. We still yeah. love that. So what's that? 23 years old. And that is a fantastic game that mm, we love really to good. play. Been playing on the app today. Yep. In 2001, Carcassonne. Which is a game we talked we about last week. We just talked about that. Yes, yeah, so it was a great game. In 2004, my fa- one of my favourite games, Ticket to Ride. Yeah, so that is a really good yeah. family game. We've got one of the expansions for that. We have another game we've got on the computer, the app of it. The because um, it's really it's one of those games that we love to play. And you mostly love it because it's a train game. That's why um, we've got another train game that's been on there. So in two thousand and nine, there was a card game called Dominion, which was huge. Twenty ten, a fun game called Dixit. And twenty thirteen, Hanabi. Hanabi won it. Now, that is a Japanese name, and it means firework. Uh, in 2014, Camel Up. Oh, we've got that. We love yeah. that one. A good and little in 2015, another train one called Cold Express, which I've got right next to me at the moment. You love? Yep. And that's it's... a game where we'll talk about sometime, but you're, you're on the train, you so... get your card, you're running around the train shooting and trying to steal and the money. some of them can shoot through the floor. One of them can shoot through the floor and roof. Yeah, you, you're on the you're in the carriage. The the thief's on top. You shoot up through the roof of the train. Which the red one does that. That's my that's the one that I normally. Then in 2016, code names probably a good game for a lot of people that are trying to get across. In 2017, King Domino. Yep. And 2018 was Azul. Azul. Uh, and if if you were looking to get into a different type of game. I don't think any of those games would be a bad buy. I think you would enjoy any think, of those I games. I reckon they're all like different type themes. Like some are card games, some are board. That's right. And they're all like different. They've all got different themes to them. Not just like the same theme. That's right. Anyone who knows us, you're welcome to borrow them at any time. Mm. So then there's a, a there's a thing called the Dice Tower who. Podcast. That's the podcast. He started doing um, reviews and stuff. Now, he announces his game of the year, and since 2007, I've got here. So, maybe we'll just go through them quickly. Right, I'll go through them. So, in 2007, Race for the Galaxy. Yep, in and there's now a game Roll for the Galaxy. That was a very big game. Now, in, two, in 2008... Dominion again? Dominion in... 2009, Small World. That That's on Steam. Yep, you can get that like, in a few when we had a, varieties. When we were doing it on a, one, of the, one of the computers, mm-hmm. um, I kept seeing that on there. Yeah, it's, it's a like, good game. Because you can play any of them. Uh, in 2010, it was Seven Wonders. 2011, then, Eclipse. In 2012, Star Wars. The X-Wing mini game. Mm. That is a really big game. A lot of people like that for the you have these little miniatures that you're moving around as you play along oh, in the game. Um, when was uh, Sheriff of Nottingham? Yeah, that hasn't gotten the game of the year, but it is a dice tower. Yeah, uh, he helped get that one out. Uh, 2013, Caverna. 
the Cave Farmers 2014. I Get like a winter. Yes. Oh, you've Crossroads that. game. I've seen you guys play that. I think. Great game. All these zombies, and you're you're in this compound, and you've got to complete these little missions as a group. But there is a chance that one of you is a betrayer. So one of you might be trying to stop Haven't everyone completely. I have. Um, I've seen the box, and that actually creeped me out when I saw yeah. it. <laughs> Great fun game. Uh, Fifteen. Now we haven't played this game, but it Pandemic. is on our. Legacy. So that is um, the legacy version of Pandemic, where there's. Um, We've got the, a legacy the, game. We do. There's this um, illness that's going across the world. Everyone is trying to uh, cure the disease, but this legacy goes for a year. Yeah. And you, each year, each game is a month. You're allowed two goes at each month, so you could potentially play twenty four games. Anyway, that is probably rated as one of the best games made. In um, 2016? In 2016, it's another game that we got called Scythe. Yeah, Scythe, which Scythe. is a cool little um, alternative world. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun because you like these things and you've got wooden people and these plastic machines that like going that you go around and attacking other people with. Yeah, it's fun. But you don't want to attack the people. And 2017... Dice Tower, game of the year, one that we are currently playing and really enjoying, is... Gloomhaven? Yes, Gloomhaven. Oh, yes. That was a really good one. That is a really good game. That's really hard. We're finding it really hard at the moment. It, it's a dungeon game. You get these cards. You, you're fighting all these um, monsters in this dungeon. Great game changed the way you can play a dungeon game um, okay anything else to talk about that no so um today with our dice tower beat that i'm gonna say share so the main bit is to put your skewer through that's a really important feature of it. So hold on, what do these skewers do through the so middle? So they jiggle it around. So when you drop you your dice in up, the top. So you put them in the top and then you let them go. Let them let go. But there are two at the bottom that help them go through the door. Okay, we've so we've got some next to the door that help it go through the door. So that help them go through the door. It's going to be hard to explain over the radio, so I'll try and help. What you do is you put a hole in the outside of your Pringles container on one side, poke this skewer through to the other side, cut it off so that it doesn't protrude out each, either side, glue it in with your hot glue gun. Now you're going to have like five of these, they should be all different. And but you'll need seven the whole time because at the bottom there are two that... Directed out the door. That directed out the door. So say I've got my door mm-hmm. and then... I've got the wall a, a bit away from it, mm-hmm. and so I want to get my things to go through the door but not get stuck at the sides, so that's why you have your skewers there, and on the, o- on the other side, you have um, a really small gap so they can't get stuck in there. Okay, uh, and also, we haven't talked about, there's a bit of cardboard on the bottom of the container at uh, like a 40 degree angle which as the dice go down, they click on these little skewers, they then hit this little ramp at the bottom, and the ramp shoots them out the door at the bottom and, of the castle. And at the end of it, there's the 
V shape wall, and there's a little hole in the end so they can stock up. So the dice there. can come down there. And they stop without going over the wall. We're just trying to get them to work inside this week yeah. before you get too excited. So anyway, if you can work on getting your skewers through the middle of your dice tower mm. this week, it'll be coming along nicely. If you've got any questions, you can always but just email Patrick. If it's a kid doing it, um, you may want to put... So say the kid wants to do it, mm-hmm. but get the adult to put the skewers through. Yeah, that's a good safe way. All right. Because also it pr- would be pretty hard to do. So now, just as we round out this episode, uh, we were asking people to send us in their email, question, comments. We're still after your top three games. Um, we really like to hear these things. When we get to game, to email number 10, we get to give away our Scrabble card game. Also, if you can share it on your Facebook um, might get other people listening, which will be really helpful. Sh- email the um, name around to people you know if they like board games and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you can leave a comment on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, it could be Castbox, it could be SoundCloud. I'm not sure where everyone's listening. Okay. Or um, or podcast player the app. Yeah. That's. That's made by that's Castbox the other one, people. Because a few of them go to the others. That's cast that has everything that you would get on Castbox. Okay, so any information from the show will be in the show notes. Email board game, game basics, basics podcast yeah. at outlook.com. And we have our Twitter that you can follow us BGB at BGB Board Game at Board Game at Basic Board Game one. Basic One. And it's a capital B for for board. And we've been putting some photos up and also I've been putting some links on the Kickstarters that I've purchased. And some of the dice tower photos for the um, for what we're talking about for how to make a dice tower. Buy from me. And buy from me. Sad that we're giving away the game. Well, we're we not can... at, we're not at ten emails yet. Yeah, but when we've got, t- I'm glad when we've got ten emails. Yeah, it means we've got a lot of people listening in to us. I know, I'm writing in. That'll be great. Yeah, and because we want emails into us. We sure do. Why do bees have sticky hair? I don't know. Why do bees have sticky because hair? Because they use honeycombs. Ah! <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel, 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 yodel.